Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Pulse University Podcast, podcast for dog people. If it's your first time listening, I'm John, a former animal cruelty officer and former animal shelter supervisor. And I'm Jamie, I'm a certified dog trainer and a canine behavioral consultant. On this episode, why are so few men advocating for animals? Let's find out. Hi there. Hi. Uh, weird topic, right? I guess you weren't expecting it. I didn't really tell you what we were going to talk about today. No, I, I'm, I'm excited. Um, but the reason why I want to talk about this, and before we get into it, I also want to get into some other things. I'm trying to find something. I wasn't ready. I'm never prepared. You're the properly. one who hit the button. <laughs> I know. I just forgot. Okay, there we go. Um, <clears throat> before we even get into this, I just wanted to, like we always do, I wanted to thank one of our supporters, uh, Lauren Westcott, who... We've also spoke to on Instagram mm-hmm. and DMs. Multiple times. Yeah. And she gave us some really great feedback. And uh, she actually got us three marrow bones for the dogs. She said, ever since I found your podcast, Instagram, and website, I have been so grateful. I found you shortly after getting our first dog in October and have found your information and recommendations to be so helpful. I love your dynamic together, and I'm in awe of how hardworking you are. You dream big and have an amazing vision for Boston University. So inspiring. Continue to kick ass. I love it. I, you didn't see that. Did I you? didn't, but you know? I love that. Yeah, shit, that was uh, last week, but um, obviously we skipped the podcast last week, so. Yeah, we had a rough week last week. But thank you so much, Lauren, and thank you for everybody that continues to support our podcast. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash possum, and uh, you can get us, mar- we have Buy Possum University a Marabone, you get one, three, five, as many as you'd like, and um, that all goes to supporting the show and supporting our dogs. Yep. And uh, we're also working on something new. So Working if, on so many things that are new. You're right. We literally <laughs> just hashed out like four huge ideas that are going to take a very long time. Yeah. I don't know why we do these things to ourselves. Um, but the the next big thing for Paulson University, as far as you being able to support the show, is a little something I want to call Let's Be Friends, um, or in this case, Close Friends. If you go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Paulson, um, we're, I think $7 is fair. We're doing $7 a month. You can subscribe to be a member on our buy me a coffee. And basically what that's going to get you is we're going to follow you on Instagram, add you to our close friends list. And then we're going to do exclusive Instagram stories starting. I think we should start Friday. Okay. That's a good time to start. Um, and basically it's going to be more of like a vlog style. So we don't annoy everybody else who doesn't care, (laughs) but we're going to do more like a behind the scenes, more, uh, kind of intimate Instagram stories that are only for our close friends. So that'll be anybody that is supporting us on buy me a coffee. And it would be, so if you previously supported us and I was able to find you, I've added you to this already. Um, and I followed you back. If we did not follow you back, just let us know, send us a DM on Instagram or something and we'll, we'll double check or buy me a coffee and then get you to that list but we're going to do like uh, vlog style stuff on our instagram story we're also going to going to do a monthly merch giveaway so we're going to pick one close friend a month that we're going to maybe it'll be a hat a t-shirt a uh, one of the leash seat belts that we talked about last week i'd really like to do monthly group zoom calls so once a month maybe we'll get on for a little bit and talk to everybody who is a supporter um, answer your questions get to know each other And then we're also going to do, which I teased a long time ago, and I'm really excited to get started on it, is our members-only podcast, Paulson University Rebooted. And what that's going to be, and we're going to do the first episode free. It's going to be listed on this feed. I'm going to have that come out Friday. So we're going to record that. Mm -hmm. 
And that, that'll be out Friday. Show you guys what it's kind of all about before you. Right. So what we're going to do is basket. we're rebooting our entire first season and we are going to add some commentary. We're going to talk about in more detail some of the things we talked about, correct or, anything that or wasn't correct, correct. ourselves because yep. things and have changed. It's been it, a while. I think it's going to be it's gonna be a more laid back podcast, um, a little funner. Yeah. And we were know. so serious in the beginning. Yeah. We're going to there's going to be a lot of laughing. We're going <laughs> to laugh know, ourselves. For do you sure. know how many fights we got into in the first season? Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I don't know. What do you want the episode about? I don't know what it's going to be. About. Why are you we, acting that way? We can't go podcast if you're no, in a bad mood. Re, I'm pretty sure, like the first couple, we were reading from a script. Oh uh, yeah, it was, so it was a hot mess. It was so. Thank you. If you listen to those and you're still here, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Bad. So we're going to reboot that, and we're basically just going to laugh at ourselves. And that is inspired by Alton Brown's Good Eats Reloaded or whatever. Oh my it is. god! That's what made me think of it when that first came out, like a year. We need a, to rewatch that. A year or two years ago, I don't yeah. even know when that when that came out, but. I used to love uh, Good Eats as a kid, so that that was like, this yeah, is he awesome. Re, he, I need to do that, this. Was that during COVID? It might have been, or before he, then. Yeah, he, he did all of his old episodes and, like, fixed anything yeah. or, like, corrected, corrected himself. Cause, like, corrected things, himself a lot. Science changes, and I, I think that's great, and I'm excited that we're going to be doing this because there are some things that I know I definitely have changed my mind on and my, you know, my thoughts. Well, just, yeah, and, and things change. It, it's We've been doing this for almost three years. So People much are supposed stuff to grow. Changed. You're supposed to grow. You're supposed to get better. You're supposed to keep learning. So right. we are going to be calling ourselves out and uh, laughing at ourselves. So if you're interested in that, uh, that first episode of the reboot is going to be on this. So look out for Friday. You'll see it uploaded to our regular podcast stream. And if you're interested and you want to see the rest of them, head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash possum and join as a member. And we're going to release those weekly going forward as well on Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, and then, like I said, monthly merch giveaway, monthly group Zoom calls, and a follow back on Instagram and add it to the close friends list so that you can watch our nonsense throughout the day that doesn't really make the final cut. Well, honestly, like, I think this is the perfect time to be doing this because right now we're still living with my parents and our lives are pretty much like nose to the grindstone, not much fun being had here. Yeah. And we're hopefully going to be buying this farm soon. And I think that our normal day is going to get a lot more entertaining. It's going to be interesting. And you're going to see all the behind the scenes of us building the kennel. And fixing up the house. Fixing up the house. Uh, You're going to be the first to see the house. Oh, yeah. We're going to do an exclusive for our close friends of us doing. It's all going to be on on the Instagram stories as it's happening. It's all going to be happening. So we're going to put it on there under close friends. So if you want to be a close friend, just go ahead and support us on buymeacoffee.com select the membership there's only one membership level so just join as a member it really really helps us it supports our show it gives us incentive to continue to make this content and uh yeah i think that's enough of that that right the self-serving stuff yep we're done with that yes okay good um so the reason i want to talk about this today is because we were both listening to a podcast earlier Mm -hmm. by uh it's it was one of joe rogan's episodes uh joe rogan experience but he interviewed Jason Wilson, who is, I guess he's a life coach, but he's also a mixed martial artist. I mean, he instructor. pretty much does every type of of fighting yeah. thing. Yeah, so <laughs> you may have seen his video. It was, his video went viral a few years ago, and it was basically, it was a, a little boy who was trying to break a piece of wood, and he just broke down crying. Yeah, he kept trying with his left hand, and obviously he's a righty, so it was more difficult for him. And he got emotional as he was doing it and started, you know, they do, they're like, hey, you know, like while they're yeah. doing what they're doing, you can, you could tell that the little boy, 
his voice was changing. It was starting to crack and mm-hmm. he was getting emotional and he wound up hitting the board and breaking it, but he was still crying. And Jason was like, why are you crying? It's okay to cry. Just let me know why. Right. And he went through this whole thing. It's an amazing video. Um, it was very, very touching and definitely worth the watch for sure. Um, but I love this podcast. I will tell you, I cried multiple times listening to it and that's a first for me. I don't cry often. Um, hold on. I'm going to see if I could just find it really quickly. Why and play the um, video? Yeah, I, I just don't want to have the five minute version. Yeah, you just need but the, the short audio snippet. is important. It is. It's. It was very beautiful. Um, here we go. Hang on. So here's where he's and he's hitting. Or he's prepping up and he's hitting the board that the board isn't breaking. So he's getting frustrated. Yeah. So now Jason's telling him, "Just got to punch through. Don't worry about the pain. You have to go all the way through." And he broke it. This is about good. Let's get to that. Why are you crying? That's what this is about, son. It's okay to cry. We cry as men. Why are you crying, though, son? Come on. Tell me, why are you crying? It's part of test for a reason. Why are you crying? Go ahead, son. Because what? Because it is hard to put stool with my left hand. But you did it, though. You punched him with your You know, in life, there's going to be things harder for you to do than other things. And you know those things that may appear to be hard to do, you're going to have to do as a man, regardless. And it's going to take tears. It's going to take the blood of Yeshua, Jesus, and your sweat to break through it. You understand? Yes, sir. So I don't mind you crying. I cry a lot, too. You know what I'm saying? All right? So I want you to just to... You're pulling your blow. I don't know if you're facing fear or you're feeling that you may not make it. And we all face that from time to time. And when we face, as soon as we have resistance, we don't want to stop, right? Because it's hurting for that pain. We're like, I'm not going through this no more, right? Exactly. We have to go off as men. It's going to be very painful. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Being a black man in this country. So that's the, basically the gist of it is, you know, he's telling him, it's okay to cry. It's okay. You know, I cry too. And that. So when we cry, we cry as men. And right. I, I like that he mentioned that it's okay for men to cry. So he's basically, uh, he runs a nonprofit. There's, there's a bit of it that you missed that it's a nonprofit. I think he calls it the cave. And yeah. he brings in boys who are, who are from, you know, they have a, a troubled upbringing or, the, you know, they need his help. And he's teaching them these skills that they wouldn't be taught at home through mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's what's the biggest thing is that he's saying it's okay to express your emotions. It's okay to cry. And that's what most boys are not told. Well, he said also like almost, you know, a, a little bit into it that he was coming up with the curriculum and trying to figure out like what these kids needed. And then he realized that they could go there, learn to be physically great but still leave that session mentally having trauma still from home, right? So he was saying that mixed with them learning all of these, you know, 
exercises and, and, you know, how to defend themselves from a bully and this and that, he wanted to have that aspect of the talking, like letting them express themselves and letting them feel like they were in a safe place to discuss the things that were going on at home with him and cry it out if they needed to so they could leave there with a clearer mind and be better in the future, which a lot of places don't do. It's just the physicality of it. Right. He's teaching them to break through emotional barriers. Um, so I hit, again, that was Jason Wilson, Mr. Jason Wilson on Instagram. So we were listening to that and it got me thinking about something that I saw last week that was really, uh, it was interesting to see. Uh, Rebecca Corey, we had her on our podcast mm-hmm. uh, a few months ago. Yeah. She does stand up for Pitts Foundation. That's the, they do spay and neuter and they support uh, all kinds of nonprofits that work with pit bulls. And she looked at the demographics on Stand Up for Pit Foundation's Instagram page, and she found that 80.3% of the followers were marked as women, and 19.7% were men. And then I went and looked at ours, because, you know, we advocate a lot on ours, and if, you're, if you follow us on Instagram, it's because you're looking to be a better dog owner, and you're looking to, uh, maybe, maybe you're really into animal welfare, you work in a shelter, um... Regardless, if you're following us, you listen to this podcast, you really care about animals and you have a lot of compassion towards them. We have 84.1% women, 15.9% men out of 4,000 followers. Um, Yikes. That's weird. And then I started to think, I thought back to when we were both in animal care and uh, and that's when, when I was running it. and It was all women. It was all, and I, I literally, like, I'm not really actually understanding it until now. Yeah, we had a team of what, like, ten to twelve at a time. A bunch of us, yeah. It was me until Nick we hi- until we hired Nick. Yeah, which is your friend. <laughs> so right, which brings us to about fifteen percent. What Nick? Yeah. So me, Nick, and ten other women. Yeah. That's about fifteen percent men, roughly, I think. Um, and you guys were just kick ass so i never really thought about the fact that like hey we're all the guys it was always just you didn't have to think like that because it didn't matter right it didn't matter but now that it's troubling and then my time doing animal cruelty cases and any time i had a case that actually was significant like intentional cruelty and abuse neglect is a different story anytime i dealt with women it was it was always neglect it yeah. was never they like were beating the dog abuse. Yeah. right um it was always men. And I don't I don't know why, but this listening to this podcast with uh Jason. Jason Wilson, it's kind of connecting some dots for me. Can I it, add something that I obviously was I didn't even know we were talking about this today, so this is just yeah. what's going on in my head as we're sitting here. Um I will say I'm gonna go with eighty no, ninety five percent. 95% of the time when I'm dealing with a couple that I'm doing behavior modification for their dog, the dad is always the harder person. The harder always nut to crack. Nut, the nut to crack, um, the one to get on board, uh, the one that gives me resistance, the one who doesn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. and Who wants to revert to the old ways. Yes, because it's easy. Right. Um, I'm dealing with a couple right now. I haven't met dad yet. I only met mom. Um, they have a baby who's, I think, nine months. And she was honest and she told me that, you know, the dog is more her dog. Um, he never really had dogs growing up. And um, if he did, they lived outside. Like he, he's from a very rural area. 
Um, so he doesn't have that, like, you know, my dog is my baby type of, uh, outlook on it. Mm -hmm. Um, but his little girl, you know, nine months old, and now the dog is showing some, some issues with the baby, like getting it's the dog is fearful. Um, and I think we have a lot of insecurity issues going on. Not going to get into the whole details, but, um, dad wants to get rid of him. And he has a hard time doing the things that I'm asking him to do to see change. And I think like what Jason goes into a lot into that podcast is talking about men in general and how certain situations will almost like make men feel a certain way, like inferior and like they need to protect their egos. So they do things that women don't do. Would you agree? Yeah. Like you're referring to things that might be a threat to their masculine traits. Yes. Um, and I think that's our biggest issue here. Like when he talked about his, his mother, yes. his mother going through dementia and he was like, you know, I would take care of her bills. And if someone was trying to, to get one over on her and get money from her, or scam her, like I would deal, deal with that because that was the masculine thing to do. And then when it was time to bathe her, you know, and wipe her, wash her hair and like female things like he was avoiding those things. He was afraid of them and he realized it was because it was challenging his his masculinity. He right. felt less than by doing those things. But in reality, what he said was pick those people out in your lives, pick those things out in your lives that make you feel fearful and uncomfortable and run towards them because mm -hmm. that's what's going to make you better. Stop avoiding the things that make you uncomfortable, that you're uncomfortable for a reason. Now, if like your dog doing something and you and you have a lack of empathy there, that's something that I think truly men really struggle with. Um, that empathy is much harder. I mean, I think just, you know, scientifically, women, we have more compassion. Uh, it's just how it is. Yeah. Um, the maternal instinct. Yes. But this, uh, when I was driving home, the next thing that I thought about, another dot that was connected, was how you always talk about um, talking to your dogs with that nice little like, the baby, good, good boy, the baby good girl. Voice. Yeah. And you'd always say, all right, all right, dads, I know it's hard. And it's not hard to to do a, a lighter voice. Mm -hmm. It's not hard. Mm -hmm. You just don't want to do it. Yeah. You just, you feel and like. I know that when I'm saying it, but I do it. So I get, and here's the thing with women too, I feel. We will say things to make you men feel good. We, we stroked your ego a little bit. Because you know, it's, it's a manipulation. It is. You know what you're doing. I'm fine with it. I mean, it is what it is. My thing is I can, I could literally say, hey, I know this is going to be hard for you because you're a guy and you don't want to seem feminine, but I need you to do this. Doesn't me saying, hey, dads, I know, you know, you guys have deeper voices. So getting that baby voice is a little bit of a struggle, but I right. need you to try for me. Doesn't that sound much better? Right. And I know, I know you guys don't want to do it because you sound stupid, but women, we don't care. And that's, I, I, I don't even think it's about sounding stupid. I think it's no? because I, I think it's just well, you tell the, me you're a the high guy. pitch voice. Well, I don't have that problem. No, I, don't, I, I don't, I don't, I have my, my problems elsewhere, but when it comes to <laughs> animals and, and having compassion and, you know, that kind of thing, I don't think I have a problem with that. And that's why I'm in this industry and I am, I'm in that 15%. Now, what do you, what do you think's different about you than the average man? I don't know. We're going to get into that. But I think, um, what I was saying was that. It's not about having a deep voice. It's about not having a deep voice is not seen as masculine. So when you're doing that, oh, good girl. Yeah, good job. Yeah, good boy. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's almost like an, a strike on the ego of like, oh, I don't want to come off like that. What if somebody hears me? You know, it's so funny. Women don't care. Women don't care. Women we probably like it. We don't care. No, we do. Women like a guy we that baby talks to We love guys that are sensitive. Like, I don't know where you guys started to think that we get attracted to men that are like super hardened and, and rough. Like, I don't, I think too much blame is being placed on like guys though. Oh, no, it's, I'm not it's, saying it has it's, a lot it's to do with the, the upbringing. I'm and sure. And don't get me wrong. There are definitely women who are into that. Has, but Society has its expectations as well. And that's why I don't really have all the answers. But th- this just got me thinking. No, it's know, a conversation to be had. And that's what Jason does is is he provides that place of like, you can still be a man and have these emotions and feel these emotions and cry and get it out. Because the alternative is all you're going to feel is anger. Because yep. that's the easiest emotion to feel. We all know it's mm-hmm. easy to lean into anger. And when it when you're sad, especially as a guy, it's hard to say, I'm sad right now. Mm-hmm. I make you say it all the time. Use no, your words. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> I think it's very hard for men to express themselves. I mean, I'm not going to use his name, but our, but our best friend, he really struggles all the time when he is feeling emotions. And I literally have to say, tell me the words that you're like, tell me the feelings that Mm -hmm. you're feeling. And he struggles so deeply with this and And I I can see it. He was never given an outlet. Never. No, I don't, I don't want to equate it to that because I don't, I don't know if I was ever given that kind of outlet either. Um, I don't think you were, but it's just, I guess just animals just resonate with me for some reason. So I've gotten soft for them Mm -hmm. and I, you know, I'm not, I don't have that, mean front and i just want them to be treated right Mm -hmm. i don't really know what it is what that 15 percent is but when i look at like when i look at nick who's now he's congratulations to nick he's back at the monmouth county spca and Mm -hmm. he's going to be running their animal care which is probably the best decision they've made in uh, i don't know what four years (laughs) um so So i wish him lots lots of success Lots, 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 lots of i was gonna do that too (laughs) but he listens to logic off of one of the skits with uh, randy mardoff Loss of success. That's yeah, one of our favorite um, artists. But when I look at us, it's like we're no one would look. You would look at us and say masculine, like Who, very masculine. It? Yes. Oh yes. Um, well, you both work out. You're you know right. Yeah. But then we both have this soft side. Yes. And I I think that and growing up, Nick and I have been best friends. We would dig into that soft side together. Like we would confide in each other. We would talk and you're Where sad you about had, something. Like, a tripod of a relationship with another guy who wasn't like the two of you. Well, that's not even important. I'm just talking about like Nick and I's dynamic yeah. of like, you know, I almost feel like we allowed each other to to be vulnerable, to get out our feelings. And um, I wonder if that has some kind of bearing on it. Maybe. I'm not sure. And I, like Do you I said, remember I, how that started? Like who kind girls. of? It was always girls. <laughs> you kidding me? Getting our hearts broken. Yeah, I guess. But girls. is there a reason why you both confided in each other rather than Because we were best a, friends. I guess. Yeah, just just that in general. Yeah. But you had other best friends that you didn't act like that with, right? Yeah, but different different types of friendships. You know, you have a yeah. friend for... You have a, you have a turn-up friend. You have a, a crying-to-shoulder friend. Mm-hmm. You have all the different kinds of friends. And um, Nick and John have been friends for a very long time. There's actually my really, longest friend. really cute photo of them in kindergarten. With pumpkins on yeah, your head? Yeah, pumpkins on her head. Very yeah. cute. Very cute. Vintage. <laughs> Funny. 
and we look identical. Like yeah, not yeah. identical to each other, like to how we are today. We, yeah. All we did was just get bigger. We look the same. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about this. I don't know what it is that we're at 15% on average, and that's like from one random nonprofit with a, several hundred thousand followers to our little be a good dog owner page to um who's the other thing to to literal real world stats of who's working in an animal shelter in the canine division i mean 15 percent all around i know and it's it's just like why you'd be surprised how many of my female clients will text me on the side before a training and say hey i really want my husband or my partner to change this about how they treat our dog mm. but they don't want to say it because they don't want to make their partner feel uncomfortable. And <clears throat> and I'm I'm okay with that because I'm I'm I think really what it is is that it's like that situation of like, well, they're not going to listen to me, but they'll listen to an outside party, like mm-hmm. the person who's certified, which I I I get it. Um but it's it's usually the female letting me know, "Hey, this is what's going on with the guy in my life. And this is what I would like to change. I literally just got a text before of like, Hey, my boyfriend's going to be on the call tonight. Um, you know, he doesn't have a lot of patience for our dog. Doesn't think like, you know, quick potty breaks outside or times for training. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting frustrated and, and that, you know, that is my job. I'm, I'm supposed to get everybody on board and that's what I do. But, you know, now that you're bringing this topic up, it's definitely making me think, yes, it's usually, unfortunately, the men in the situation that are more difficult. It's rare that I ever have a guy that's like, Hey, can you get my wife on board? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's really, I, I don't think that's actually ever happened. I really don't. Um, yeah, it's, I would love to see that change. I really would because that it would be huge. It's it's never a fun conversation for me, right? Like I've had to learn over the years to one not get cuz not for nothing. You know, I, I love guys, you know, I'm married to one. Um but there are a lot of men out there that do feel inferior to women. Um perhaps the, the root of that is the same root of this problem. I'm I'm assuming so. So there are there are some men that I talk to for training and they one are rude. Um, two will talk down to me um, and just blatantly disregard everything that I'm saying because I'm a woman, and that's pretty much it. It's it's just because I am a woman, and to me that's one ignorant, and two you know not helpful for mm. anybody. Nobody wins here. Um, but I have had to over the years get over that and ignore that because I'm not going to let that trigger me. And being like, oh my God, what a jerk, right? Because that doesn't do anything for us either. So I need to just push past that and do what I can to get that person on board. I have to learn people's personalities as guys. I have to say, okay, what kind of guy are you? And what's going to get you on board? What's going to make this easiest for everybody? Um, So that is also part of my job as well is to understand what kind of people I'm dealing with personality wise and how how we're going to get where we want to go. Yeah. Because I could sit there and mother F all day about people being horrible, but- my goal is to get the well, dog the it's help. It's going to fall on deaf ears. It's going to be me that has to hear it. I don't want to hear that. No. I'm tired of it. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I think the biggest problem, though, here is that it's just going to be generational. Let's face it. As much as people would like it to not be this way, little boys are going to look up to men. They're yeah. going to look up to older men and as to how they want to shape themselves. And that'll be their fathers. And if they don't have a father figure, 
they're going to find someone else. You know, how many guys look up to Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. And then we're like, oh, yeah, I want to work out. I want to. And then thankfully, Arnold's a great role model and he advocates for for animals. Yeah, he does. You know, there's a picture that he shared a few years ago that really stuck with me of him with all of his Olympia trophies, like flexing his black and white. And it said, these are trophies. This is not. And the other was like a lion that was shot in, mm-hmm. in one of those, like yeah. you pay to shoot a lion in fucking places. And like, it's going to come down to there. You got 15% of men advocating for animals and you're going to need more than that. We do. It, to, to find, because when the only ones that make it in front of the public's eyes are, are idiots like Caesar Milan or the other one. I don't remember his name. The, He's the not new even guy. worth knowing his name. Canine instincts or some I don't know. stupid shit like that. It's not important. It's not. Um, when you when you have these like these these people who just tell you these guys that tell you dominate animals, like of course little boys are going to emulate that. That they, they think that that's what a man should do in this industry, and, and that's the likes. That's what you see on TikTok. That's what gets all the the views mm-hmm. and it yeah, drives like, me nuts there's like this the other one, one it was closing the, the dog in the door yes exactly. and then there's this one guy i don't even know his name he he will literally like physically a dog is growling and he is pushing them down to the oh, ground the rottweiler yes it's just he's not even a dog trainer it's just no. some idiot who abuses his rottweiler for views on youtube and tiktok and so people i'm love alpha it. i'm alpha get down and he's and yelling he's scra- at the he's screaming scrawny like this guy's yes. straight up doesn't have a, a tricep. It's just a straight <laughs> arm with no, 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 nothing, nothing, no, no musculature. So you're trying to be this tough guy. And yeah, you're literally just, your dog's growling because it's insecure to begin with. And it's afraid of you. And you're just, you're just a jerk. I'm yeah. sorry. I'd like that to doesn't see you mean against your dog an actual you. dog that will resort to biting. Yes. Just cause you're, you, know I mean? you got lucky. Let's put it that way. Yes. That dog was, was growling and you got very lucky that it didn't exceed. One day those videos will just stop and everyone won't know why. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, but, so, you know... Oh, did you have something? I, well, I, I wanted to finish my thought of Go like, ahead. there needs to be more men in this industry. And if you are a man in this industry, you need to start getting your voice out there and networking and creating content um, to 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 teach basically the, the young boys who are who might be watching to like... Be, be nice to animals. Be sweet. You like, don't have to yell to get what you want. You don't need to domineer. It, it's literally, that's not our relationship with animals. And it, it, it never will be. You should see like in my virtual trainings, like it's usually, and this is always how it is. Mom's in front, the closest to the iPad or whatever it is that they're using. And then dad's like strategically a little bit more in the back, right? It's how it always is for some strange reason. Yeah. And... When I explain mailman syndrome, because most of the, the dogs that do come to me, it's it's reactivity to men, children, dogs, what have you. Um, and the men are always in the background and they're always, I can always see their body. Like, they change. It's almost like they're relieved when I say, stop yelling at your dog. Like, it's almost like they've been forced for X amount of. Oh, like you're saying like you gave them an out to not yes, be masculine. To stop, to stop what they're doing. Because I don't that's even want they, to call it masculine because we start beating yes, up on. And that's, where, masculine. that's why so many people have an issue with the term toxic masculinity, because a lot of people just take it as like masculinity is toxic. And, no, it's and what, not. what it's re- referencing is, is, um, the, the toxic qualities that have been labeled as masculine, like being yes. aggressive and putting holes in drywall. Yes. Like that's, people think that's masculine and it's, no, that's you just it's being not. aggressive. It's you. It's you having emotions that are out of your control. Yes. 
And that that's where it comes down to, and I don't even like the term toxic masculinity because of how many people don't use it properly. Mm-hmm. I um, agree. That's where it's just, it, there's some qualities that have been coined as masculine, especially in relation to how we treat animals. And it needs to stop. Needs to go. Yeah, I think that's our number one. It's problem. more mental health issues than anything. It's not being masculine. It's you just not being able to control yourself. Right, right? and it's, and but, women have that but too. See, now I always I feel like you have a condescending tone when you talk about it, and I I feel like you're lacking empathy to people who were just this is all they know. This mm-hmm. is the only. This is how they were yeah. raised. No, absolutely. This is what they, so like we can be condescending all we want and, and make fun of people, but it's like they're not processing their emotions properly and there's work to they're be done. emulating what they saw in the most developmental stages of their life yeah no i agree so i i don't i don't want to like take a condescending tone with it i don't think that's it i don't think i mean there are a select few who are just you know total pieces of shit yes but i think the vast majority of guys who don't want to put on their baby voice who want to resort to traditional training who want to yell in sit means sit kind of attitude mm-hmm. i just think that they're just that's all they know it's all exactly they don't know any better and we have four thousand followers on instagram mm-hmm. all right so how much how, what is our reach really going to be in the grand scheme of things yeah so that that that's what has to change is that boys need to see it's okay to have feelings it's okay to have compassion and you can still be a badass and have compassion you can still be a man, a masculine, and masculine. man, and have compassion. Because mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, compassion and emotions are are part of being masculine. Mm-hmm. And the aspect of being masculine when it comes to emotions is that you are controlling your emotions. A man will control his emotions. A little boy can't. Mm-hmm. And that's what it comes down to. And that I'm sure everybody needs to work on that. But... uh yeah, that's how I feel about it. That's that's as far as I got today. Obviously, we we're listening to this earlier today, and my brain just started reeling. No, I think it's an excellent topic, and it's something that I've seen, and something that I struggle with as the trainer. It's it's really it's hard sometimes to have those big picture conversations with people. It's exhausting because I know it's it's happening so often, and I see it so often that. When I have to have those big picture conversations, and like I said, when I see the guy, and it's it's almost like they relax. It's almost like I gave them an out to not have to act that way anymore. Right. Which is that's where I say like have the compassion because yeah. that's sad. Yeah, it is sad. It is, and I then you wonder what what other who aspects, taught you this? What other aspects of of their, their ability life. to handle their emotions and, and their life are being like distorted because of this preconceived notion of what it means to be a man and how how you need to act. Well, even. Even just yesterday, right? We have new neighbors across the street from my parents and we went to take the dogs for a walk and their dog slipped out of the fence and started running towards us. Nothing crazy. She was friendly. She was great. Um, I thought about this too. So I'm glad you're talking about it. I'm going to run and grab a a Jocko Discipline Go. Not a sponsor. (laughs) Okay. I need a little caffeine. (laughs) Um, So I obviously ran Gatsby inside because he's our problem child. Um, And I went to like go kind of like bring the dog back. So the mom, like, I guess was in the backyard and didn't realize. Um, so she was calling her. She's like, Ruby. And I was like, oh, she's over here, whatever. And like, granted, I mean, the fence like wasn't fenced in. So she kind of just like, she didn't get out. She literally just ran past the fence that's not completely fenced in. So I don't blame the dog. She saw dogs. She likes dogs. So she was like, ooh, friends, right? Um, so I go over there and, and she's like, don't, oh. Don't you know. mind me. 
So she introduces herself. I'm like, hi, I'm Jamie. Like, I live across the street, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, you know, she's such a rotten dog. I don't know why she would do that. And I'm like, well, your fence was open. Like, we can't the be fence at fault. Wasn't, I don't know if you actually saw how it happened. The fence wasn't open. They have, like, a temporary fencing on yeah, half like of those, the fence. Yeah, like the green. But the bottom isn't staked down. So no. she just ran through she like, ran like through it, it was a curtain. Yeah. And she could she see through it. She made her grand so appearance. Entrance stage right. Don't blame her. Um, but you know, she called her rotten. I was like, well, she's not rotten. Like she didn't do anything wrong. She's good. She's a good girl. And then I was like, oh, you know, I'm actually, you know, a dog trainer. And the second I said that I was a dog trainer, she starts yelling at her to sit. And I'm like, what, what, what just happened? I heard her from all the way over yeah. at your parents' she's house. She's like, Ruby, sit, sit, sit. And that was all I heard. Over and over and over I didn't hear again. anything else you guys talked about until she started yelling commands at the dog. Who's looking at her like, No. Why would but I also, sit? like, I was going to say, like, immediately when she started yelling at her, like, Ruby's whole demeanor changed. Like, she was, she was, like, her head went down. Like, I saw, she and didn't I saw her sit it. from the distance. She did, she, she finally didn't want sat, to. And it was a very slow and, like, she had to, like, reposition. Yes. Sit. She had to reposition her legs to even do it. Right. Cause there's, it made her uncomfortable. There's three other dogs on the street. There's me. There's you. She has never met any of us, nope. and now you're asking her to go into a very vulnerable position. We're still on her front lawn at this point, so it's not like she's on a leash or anything. She's still like just doing her thing, and then all of a sudden, her mom just starts yelling at her out of nowhere. And I'm literally like, you, you don't have to make her sit. She's fine. I, it, I don't know why it is for everybody that when they hear or you know, even if it's not a trainer, even when we're on the street, right? I, I, I always tell my clients like. When we're working on mailman syndrome, right? We're we're working on our, on the fact that their dog doesn't like other dogs or other people, and their dogs are flipping out and they feel embarrassed. The fact that you feel embarrassed, it makes me sad. Why are you embarrassed? Your dog's being a dog, and you're working on it. It's okay, but our society has made us feel like these are bad things. Like if your dog is not perfect, the 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 idea of perfect even that, you know, you're a bad dog owner and you should feel crappy about it. And that drives me up a wall. So like the second that she found I was a trainer, she thought that's what I wanted to hear. Right. And like me, I'm like, stop, please stop. Stop yelling at her. She's a good girl. She didn't do anything wrong. For anyone wondering, um, and when we see people out in the wild, the only time <laughs> the we're wild. ever laughing and saying, what an idiot, what a terrible dog owner is when you do things like that. Yes. If your dog is reacting and or they're not listening to you on a command and they're out in public like we're looking at like okay look at all these distractions look yeah, at the we distance think of look all at the, the duration yeah all okay. the reasons why it's not happening yeah my gatsby would probably do the same thing yeah Pudge would probably do the same thing 100 no, no one's judging you so stop it yeah we're the judging only, you when you when you're being a, a, a terrible a person the only people that are judging you are people that are thinking the way that you're thinking and the only way that we're going to change that is if, if we start changing ourselves. Right. Right. So like for me, I want to see people congratulating, praising their dogs. That's what makes me think that you're a good dog owner and you love your dog. Not if your dog can roll over or give me paw. I could care less. So I really like, like I, going back to what I said, the men that I talked to. And that was a woman. That was a woman. Yes, that was a woman. But you know, she got aggressive the second I said that I was a dog trainer. I was like, please stop. Please stop doing what you're doing. Um, I just want the men to feel like they can let down their guard and stop feeling like they have to be in control. Being in control or being forceful. Well, you're, you're referring to like 
In control, you mean being dominant. Yes, yes. Being in control and being dominant and feeling like you have to be alpha. I give quotation marks around that because it's BS. Um, Your dog doesn't need an alpha. Your dog needs a a leader. That yeah, that doesn't that doesn't make you a good good parent. It doesn't make you you know what it's not what people want to see. It's really not. You know, they may say and you may see it on on you know the platforms like on the TV, but that's just horrible people wanting ratings. It's just like the news. That's why I don't watch the news. It's entertainment. And they want people to think this is what you need to do. But your dog comes first. So let's have a little call to action here. What I'm trying to think what people can do to uplift. Um, maybe it's like content creators that are in our industry that are positive reinforcement that are male. Like Because it, this is just such a heavily fem- female dominant, women dominant industry. And it's... We like to see that. Like we see so many other industries that are like that are male dominant and we want to change that. Yeah. But when it comes to this, like this is because of a much more deep seated, disturbing issue that needs to be addressed. And I think that when that's addressed, we'll see these these numbers even out and it's gonna take a long, long time. It's gonna take a long time. But I think what we can do now is we can lift up the the people who could be possibly be in the limelight that would be a good mentor to young boys that would that somebody that they can look up to. And Ooh, can I mention something on the podcast that he was talking? I don't know if you got that far when he was talking about how he was going to get a Connie Corso. Yeah, that was interesting. I thought that was interesting too. So, okay. So obviously John and I are not into breeding whatsoever. It's not our thing. Um, but Jason was talking about how can he was going to get a dog um, he was looking into getting a Connie Corso and the breeder had told him that this breed is bred to protect you, right? But you have kids. He had young kids at the time. And he was saying that when the dog drinks water, I want you to pick it up like a baby, like swaddle it like a baby. And like Jason was like, I don't understand. He's like, because this dog is bred to protect you, I need it to activate its nurturing side as well. Because it needs to know that you have kids and to be sweet, which I, I was like blown away first off because people that breed those types of breeds are looking to have an aggressive dog. Like that's like the point of it. And he he was being so caring about the fact that he said, yeah, you have to, you have to show the dog how to be good too. And I was, I literally like, I I was like literally in awe at a red light. Like my, my jaw was on the floor. Yeah. You don't expect to hear that. And the reason why he told that story is because one, I guess he did like, uh, I guess he goes around and, and speaks to crowds. And yeah. there was one father who was like historically crying after he spoke and came up to him and said, you know, I feel like my boy hit his son who was, I guess, training a teenager, to be an MMA and, fighter. Right. So, you know, very hard masculine outer shell said, my son, he's starting to pull away from me. Like I, I hugged Get him cold. the other day and he left his arms down flat. Like he didn't want to hug me back. And that's when he told that story, and he said, "You you you're so focused on, on trying to nurture, trying to build up that that masculine aggressive side that you haven't put any effort into the, the the emotional side, that you know the nurturing side. So this is this is what happens, uh, and that was really interesting. Yeah, there has to be a balance. So I thought that was a really good story, and it just popped into my head that. I would never expect a breeder to say that. So I was quite shocked actually, and it was 
I've never seen anybody do that either. Swaddle a swaddle a dog yeah, while it's drinking yeah, it's water. Interesting. <laughs> I, I think maybe just like baby talk and a pat on the head would be good. Yeah, but, but hey. no, full throttle, man. All right. <laughs> Go for it. Um, if you enjoyed this rabbit hole, um, I highly recommend, regardless, I don't know why. <laughs> there's a lot of people who don't like Joe Rogan. and I, I love him. I just feel like he gives a, a platform to everybody. Yes. And I think that's what pisses some people off is because like, you know, if you're, if you're um, trying to think of... I don't even want to give specific examples, but if you're you're one political affiliation and he invites a guest on who's who's someone you don't agree with, let's say like he had Bernie Sanders on. If you're conservative and he had Bernie Sanders on, then you're like, oh, yeah, f you, you're yeah. a sellout, this and that. Yeah. And then and then he'll have uh, Ben Shapiro on, and everyone on the other side gets all mad. But in reality, he's just an even platform. He's he's letting anybody who wants to speak speak. Which I think is the reason why we're in America to begin with. Right. Freedom of speech. Anybody should be able to talk about what they want to talk about, you know, as long as they're not hurting anybody. And for me, I love that he's open to everything and he has these big picture conversations with people that he sometimes doesn't agree with. And there's never a fight. You know what I mean? Like it's, they have a constructive yeah, conversation. Discourse. It's it's uh And no one's rare. getting emotional and yelling at each other and saying horrible things. But I saw he had Jason Wilson on and I had seen the video a few years ago and I was like, wow. And now to see that he actually had him on, I was like, I got to listen to that. So I pulled it up, found it. And um, I highly recommend if you want to continue down this rabbit hole, especially if you're a man and you're listening to this, you're one of our 15% because I assume that demographic yeah. follows over to our podcast. Uh, check it out. Um his name is Jason Wilson, and um, you can follow him on Instagram too, Mr. Jason Wilson. But he also talks about compassion fatigue, which I was pretty interested yeah. in. That we still, I don't even think we, it's. Uh, I think it's at three hours, so we yeah, haven't even we, finished it. We're like only an hour in. in. Two. No, I'm only an hour in. Oh, hour and a half. No, I was at fifty-two minutes when I pulled in the driveway. Oh well, I'm ahead of you. Anyway, um, yeah, those are my thoughts. Yeah, my Tuesday afternoon thoughts. I like it. I think this was good, and I'm I'm really hopeful. And this is, you know, why John and I do what we do anyway, because those men that do relax after I tell them to start praising and, and having fun with their dogs, like how excited they get and how they're like, yeah, this makes so much sense. Now it's your job to tell everybody else yeah. that it's okay. You don't have to be this tyrant to get your dog to mm -hmm. listen to you and to be happy. And, and we need to teach our children the same thing yeah so i'm we, sure there's a couple of boy moms listening i yeah and and you know it's as women i will say i think it's a conversation that we need to be a little bit stronger as women to have that conversation with our significant others and say listen i'm uncomfortable with how you treat our dog and say right. it in a way Especially that that's constructive yes if your kids are involved you don't do this in front of the kids you do not um this is a conversation for you guys to have um by yourselves and in a non-threatening way. If you start talking to your husband, your boyfriend about how they're abusive and you say it like that, you're what's what's the phrase? You get more get more, get more flies with honey. Get more flies with honey. Yeah. You now have you're giving to, now you're giving relationship tips. I am because because no, it's important. They need to feel supported by the other person because what if what if you were doing that to our dogs because you thought that that's what I wanted to see. Right. And it's I think, and like I said, in the vast majority of these situations, they're not trying to be mean. Exactly. It's not intentional. Yeah. It's just don't know any better. Like like that, the client that I was talking about, the, the dad doesn't have that kinship with the dog, but he loves his daughter. Mm -hmm. 
he just doesn't right now have that same emotion towards his dog. And that's the conversation that his wife needs to have with him and say, listen, we need to, we need to get and find a happy medium here. Right. All right. So maybe you, you're not going to be in love with this dog and that's okay, but I need you to give me the platform to help him. And if you're, uh, you're a guy and you have a lot of compassion towards animals, check out your local shelter because chances are they need you. Yeah. And yeah, they really do. Maybe you can make a huge impact. You never know. Um, yeah, that's it. I think that's, yeah. that's all I want to talk about. That's our call to action. Just 15 do, minutes. Do what you can to induce change from yeah. there. And uh, yeah, having emotions is nothing to be ashamed of. It's part of the human experience. I appreciate it and I love it. So yeah, uh, let's be friends. <laughs> Buymeacoffee.com <laughs> forward slash possum. Uh, go to, you can go to, Mar- if you want to just buy us marrow bones, that's awesome too. If you wanted to get on our first close, close friends, I almost, <laughs> almost did a spoonerism on our close friends list. And we'll follow you back on Instagram so that you can, can be on that list and see our exclusive Instagram stories or behind the scenes. Will you want to be entered into our monthly merch giveaway, our monthly group zoom calls and our members only podcast, which if it's Friday, yeah, right. Friday, the 13th. No, fourteenth. I was gonna say Friday the thirteenth. No, thirteenth. No, yeah. yeah. Oh my Friday gosh. The Friday the thirteenth. On Friday the thirteenth. I'm hyped. Are we getting spooky, spooky? season? Are we spooky getting spooky? Season. I need a pumpkin spice latte. Uh Friday the thirteenth, we'll be releasing on this feed episode one of Possum University rebooted. So listen to it and if you enjoy it, and then I'll give you another call to action to head over to there and join as a member and we'll continue to re- release the rest of season one as a reboot weekly. So, yep, that's it. You can follow us on Instagram at Possum University. Um, great and, episode today, babe. Oh, thank you. I'm so that was it great. Was, and I had nothing written down. I just wrote down how I wanted the word. I didn't the even intro. know what we were talking about. I know. <laughs> Sometimes maybe that's just the best. Off yeah. top of the head, sincere. I'm not even going to edit because I think it's important that everything we talked about just stays on here. Yeah, I think it's important. And uh, I, I don't know. Hopefully, we don't get any uh, shit for it. We'll see. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, we haven't had a five-star review in a while. Yeah, what the hell, guys? really appreciate if you would, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, because a majority of our listeners are on iHeartRadio. So you can go to Apple Podcasts, search Boston University, and we'd really appreciate a five-star review. Let us know what you think. And uh, all that kind of little things we see throughout the day, and they make us smile, and they make us want to continue to make content for you guys. So that's all we have for this episode. Until next week. Class dismissed.